0: Ooh, breathe it in. Tuesday morning, backdoor cover. It's me and Brad. Brad hit the high point. Let's go! Yeah, buddy. We'll start with an apology. It's Tuesday morning, not Monday morning. And we are here. We are backdoor cover. We are your sports podcast. Breaking down all the action in the National Football League uh, over the weekend. Uh, We're going to talk a little hoops as well, and uh, maybe even talk about baseball, but normally we come to you uh, Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. This week, uh, circumstances beyond our control came up. We were unable to record yesterday, but here we are Tuesday morning, and it actually worked out okay because there were two two Monday night football games to talk about. Live from the MyBookie studios, my friend Brad Key. How are you, buddy?
1: Mike, uh, I, yes, I apologize to the audience. This one's on me. Uh, corporate America got my ass in a vice, but uh, I got it out. Guess what? I got out, and I'm you here got now. Out. So we're going to get it on a Tuesday morning instead of Monday morning, but same energy, same good content that you guys all have come to expect, and it's my bookie time. It's winning season, baby.
0: Oh, you know it. You know it. My bookie, the best place to wager online. Football season is in full swing. All of the sports are in full swing. I mean, who are we kidding? The best place to wager is at MyBookie. Use promo code Backdoor. That's one word, Backdoor, and they'll double your deposit up to a thousand. Simple, $1, as, bucks. That. Simple uh, as that. Simple as that. Speaking of my bookie, Brad, I don't know if you've got our four hundred uh, one k account open. Uh, how did we end I, up I was doing just this just logging in? Okay, good. Brad so we and I
1: came out. Uh huh.
0: Go but for we, it. Brad. You want to go ahead and tell him? Yeah, Brad and I. Uh, we put a thousand bucks into my bookie, or we put five hundred in. They doubled it to a thousand. And we're going to wager that all season long, using the VIA index algorithm, or wait, what do we call it? The value index algorithm, the VIA. VIA, yeah. Mitch's, Good enough, close enough. Mitch's gambling uh, system. Uh, week one, of course, he needs three weeks of data. This was week four in the NFL. We bet all of the games. Unfortunately, we bet the uh, the Patriots game before Cam Newton's injury was was uh, mm-hmm. announced. But uh we'll see how we did over the over the course of the week. We'll start there actually and, and I'll let yeah. you the, so I so go ahead. I haven't
1: looked at what our overall standings are after last night, but I think it's somewhere in the range of six wins, like two or three pushes. There's a push, there is a cancellation, there is a there was one other one that I, I need to double check. We're sitting at around seven hundred bucks and Also, it's worth noting last year on week four, the first week of the algorithm, I think it went five, whatever, and whatever, like it was, uh, under 500 to start, but got stronger as more data compiled. And so, yeah, we're sitting around 700 bucks. We are looking good. It's uh, a $700 in winnings. Yeah. We're sitting around 700 bucks. So, so we're in a good shape, uh, I I have I need to compile the totals, but we'll do that with Mitch on Wednesday before we do this week's algo picks and uh, place all of our bets. But yeah, like Mike said, we've got a thousand bucks into the account. We we're betting the entire amount every week, so we did seventy dollars a pop this week, uh, and we're going to compile our results. We're going to examine our our earnings each week, and then we're going to reapply all earnings into the next week of games. And according to Mitch's calculations he typically does around 62.5%. I think is what his nerdy analytics came That's what his 5 year with. average has been, yeah. His Which 5 year average to so if, to get your pay. At, at, exactly, and at 1000 bucks, that means 16,000 like $350 or something in earnings. I needed to see the exact numbers, but it's somewhere in the 16k range. Those numbers so,
0: don't sound right, but that's okay. Well, let's let's it move on. No, nah, not really,
1: but that's okay. <laughs> well, so Mitch and I I will also say we came up with this uh at about 10 beers deep at 4 o'clock p.m. at Elgar's Miami uh, birthday party so that was a mouthful just to explain the, the numbers need to be double-checked but we're going to go through that on the Wednesday episode long story short go. we're we're up and we're going to get way up as we go through the season you guys are welcome to join us put your money into your account Mybookie.ag back back door is our promo code w deposit let's go winning season
0: there you go all right, let's, uh, let's talk about that Monday night game last night. We'll start with the, the early one. The Chiefs uh, beat New England 26-10. This game was very close. I think it was 6-3 at half. <clears throat> but, you know, whenever you're watching the Chiefs, they're just a stick of dynamite. They're two plays away from from just running up the score on you, basically. Uh, the quarterbacking for New England was terrible. They played both Stidham and the other guy. It doesn't matter. They're trash. Uh, Ryan Hoyer. Hoyer. Without without Cam, they're a very mediocre team. Although they, Hoyer
1: actually played pretty good until he hit the red zone, and then he just literally shit his pants like every time. He'd either throw a pick, he'd fumble, he'd get sacked with no
0: time left at the half. He They left like so many points on the board. I was really surprised they pulled him when they did because he actually put a really nice drive together. They went down the yeah. field, and then he got strip fumbled, uh, strip sacked, and lost the football, and then they brought in the next guy who was trash, too. Uh, Jarrett I, I Stidham. I was confused by what they're doing. But, I mean, you lose 26-10. Uh, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs are good, as we know. They are 4-0 for the fourth consecutive year. Andy Reid knows what he's doing. Um, That's
1: for sure. That defense is way better than I thought it was going to be for the Chiefs. Like, They've shown up every week against pretty good offenses and we thought Houston was a really great offense. They're trash. Bill yeah, O'Brien, rest in peace. Point. Then they we'll played Baltimore and they fucked up Baltimore good and Baltimore is no joke. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs they know what good, they're doing.
0: Man. They have enough playmakers there where they sort of play a little bit of bend but don't break and then they, you know, make a play in the red zone or I I do worry uh if I was a Chiefs fan that they don't blitz very often. They don't get to the quarterback a ton. Uh,
1: they did last night, though. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, just, I, they, they, I don't know. There's, they seem susceptible to these long drives, um, but maybe you know the formula works. I, if you're a Chiefs fan, I'm not worried about anything. So, I, you know, what I take it. it seems all back.
1: like they've been playing lockdown defense on the pass. They're encouraging people to run. And and really like you can't keep up with the Chiefs if you run the ball because they're just gonna put the they're just gonna go up on you super fast. They're gonna throw the ball on the field. They're gonna wear out your offense because every time you're running the ball, these dudes are blocking. They're doing all this stuff. The offense is on the field forever. The Chiefs come on, they score in like a matter of minutes. Replays every place, every time then you're it, back it on seems... the field, you're you're screwed. Your offense can't keep up with that. So like I think that seems like the logic they're applying, but it might be. I don't know.
0: It seems to me that like it is impossible to stop the chiefs three consecutive possessions. Like it's almost impossible to stop them two I think in a That's row. fair. But yeah. so like, you've got to assume that I, I don't know how many possessions an average NFL game has. If, it, if it's 12 total or if it's 14 or whatever it is, like they're going to score every other, or at least one, like it's impossible at a minimum. If there's 12 NFL possessions and each team gets six, they're going to score three touchdowns. So you got to find a way to, to, to score. Um, 26-10 last night. Chiefs are really good. Uh, we'll keep moving. The other Sunday night game, another team that looks really good that's 4-0, Green Bay 30, Atlanta 16. Dan Quinn has Green not, Bay looks great. Dan yeah. Quinn has not yet been fired, but that's got to be happening soon. Aaron Rodgers is unbelievable. If you look he at really the numbers is. he's put up this season, somebody um, somebody put up a, uh, uh, a, a tweet. Yeah, I saw a meme that had uh, the, the Michael Jordan uh, cigar in his mouth. Like, that's when it got personal thing. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, last night, 23 of 30, or 27 of 33 for 327, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Um,
1: And, I mean, he's fitting the ball into really, really tight windows like he always has. But, like you're saying, now it's personal. They draft a quarterback in the whatever early, their first pick of the draft, they draft a quarterback, and Rodgers is like, uh eh, not so fast.
0: Yeah, uh, it, he's come out Packers, with just a vengeance this season. Packers and Seahawks have both scored thirty points or more in each of the four games. Each of the teams to do it in the last ten years uh, have advanced to the Super Bowl. There's only been three of them, um, so it's mm. th- so a very good sign. Uh, another undraft. I mean, it, Rogers throwing to undrafted Packers. It's just it's he he uh, Robert Tanyan, an undrafted. Packers player uh, scored three receiving touchdowns. It's
1: just Valdez ridiculous. Scantling. I think is their number one receiver right now because yeah, they're top two guys they're are They're out, out their top guys. Whoever uh, 13, the hell – Valdez Scantling. I don't know who this guy is or where he who came he played from, for, but he's pretty good. Thirteen yeah, touchdowns,
0: twelve hundred yards, and seventy percent completion rate in the first four games, and has not thrown a pick. Uh, they're
1: tied in. Fucked people up last night too. I think he had two touchdowns. I don't even know his name. Who he play for? But
0: he good. He's good when Rodgers throwing the ball. I mean, and they ought to hold uh Devontae Adams out a couple weeks. They have a bye week uh in week 5. So I oh, I guess I guess they have a bye week next now. week. So he's coming back yeah. in week 6 against Tom Brady and the Bucks. That'll be fun. Um yeah, I, I mean, I've said it before and I I think I'll say it again. Now Pat Mahomes may have changed the entire equation, but when Aaron Rodgers is is on and right There's never been a quarterback in the history of the league that's better than him. He makes every throw. He doesn't get sacked. He doesn't break off the long runs that Mahomes does. And he may, I mean, I would say he doesn't throw the ball as far, but he does. Nobody throws a better deep ball. The dude (laughs) is incredible. I mean, and he does it without the weapons that Pat Mahomes does or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or whoever you want. Like, the guy's never had a first-round receiver. It's ridiculous. And yet they traded up to go get Jordan Love. I, I just don't understand like the, every game that you know their their head coach matt matt laflore or for some reason mike Lombardi calls him matt lafuck uh <laughs> is now 17 and three in the regular season it's pretty good they know what they're doing and they're scoring a lot of points but like how good would this team be if they had another defensive star or you know a, god forbid a first round another skill
1: player you know what if they would have taken
0: what if they would have taken cd lamb he was off the board, but yeah. Well, and I could have taken him in the first round as opposed to the second. They could have traded down in the first round and taken CD. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's scary. Uh, but they're good. They're four and Atlanta. zero four. Uh, Mike Quinn has not yet been uh, Dan Quinn. I should say I, every NFL head coach is named Mike. So, um, Dan Quinn has not yet been fired, but I would certainly imagine that's going to happen. Let's talk about a coach that was fired. Uh, Bill O'Brien, the head coach and general manager of the Texans, fired yesterday uh, after an 0-4 start. If you want to look at the silver lining for the Texans, at least they'll get a, a good draft pick. Oh, that's that's right. They don't. They don't have their first or second round pick this next year, uh, even though Whoever, they've given who, away their best player. Who did their
1: first pick go to?
0: Do you remember? Uh, Whoever
1: got it, that's going to be a valuable pick. I think it's
0: Miami. I think it's Miami. But yeah, it, Jesus. He's left them so fucked. <laughs> the roster management is terrible. Um it's awesome when you go all in and then start 0 and 4. And according to ESPN, the Texans have the highest uh salary, the highest uh number salary number in the entire league this season already. To be fair, <laughs> their
1: their season, their schedule has just been a total nightmare. Chiefs and Ravens starting off, then the Steelers, and then so on and so forth. I mean, that's true. Uh, but still, it doesn't matter. Like, And I also think that there is definitely... It, I think the logic that playing really hard teams to start the season is going to wear your, your team down significantly. And so, yeah, they're going to come out and underperform when they finally play somebody that's of the same caliber as them. And I think that's partially why they got their ass whipped this week again. But Jesus... uh the roster is just so uninspiring. They had they were so much better last year. Like just the eye test yeah. tells you it alone. And they mortgaged all of their future picks, so like they came out with the worst roster, and they don't have any you just. Uh, assets you gotta feel for terrible
0: future. for Texans fans. Th- this is a franchise that's never had a good quarterback, starting with with David Carr, and until then, now. Then you had Matt Schaub, who showed like a few signs of light, and then just started throwing pick sixes every game. And now you finally got the guy, and this dude is a stud. And you forgot then you, about the heist, Brock then, Osweiler. Oh yeah, came yeah. in and robbed yeah, him blind. No joke. And then you go through and you've got all. You finally get your guy, and you're just shitting all over the place. Like, I mean, you trade. Let me read a couple things here. <laughs> okay. uh, of course, O'Brien was after the Texans fired their general manager uh, in 2019. O'Brien was giving more power and personnel, but not named GM. But later that year, O'Brien. Traded 2014 first round our first overall pick Jay Davion Clowney to the Seahawks. The same day, he traded two first rounds and a second round pick to the Dolphins for Larry L- Laramie Tunzel and Kenny Stills. That was a bad trade. He didn't Larry, get
1: Laramie Tunzel's the guy that had the the gas
0: mask on correct. before the draft smoking weeds. That's right. And very they, good, very he talented, not but get a first flags. round pick for Clowney either. Then this offseason, after he was named the general manager. O'Brien made one of his most controversial moves, trading DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals for David Johnson and a second-round pick. Uh, they He gave up a second-round pick to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Johnson and is DeAndre averaging, Hopkins
1: is, is the best receiver in the league right now.
0: Well, that's what the stats say. Is Johnson is averaging 3.86 yards per rush, 37th among qualified rushers, while Hopkins leads the NFL with 39 catches. And he's got 85% have, of his balls
1: who could have predicted that uh their running back would be you know not great this year who who could have seen that coming oh wait everybody in the whole league and his contract is massive like he was shit last year he was not even playing the year before because of injury it's it's just so clear like you're taking a huge gamble and you there's no Reward here, you don't even get any sort of draft collateral. You lose your best receiver, who still has. They plenty gave in the up tank a second a, round pick too. It's crazy to get a, a running back who is clearly not at the peak of his physical abilities. He was good like in 2017 or 2016. Or I think in 2017 and he, he had got had hurt tons of injuries.
0: Well, and if you look, the, the memes were going around that that his legacy will be that he's one that he's the best uh, general manager to have all of his trades uh, rejected on Madden. Like, if you try to make these <laughs> trades, like, man, the game would literally not allow you to do it. Uh, O'Brien. That's consistently bad. He leaves the Texans as the only coach in franchise history with a winning record. So, that's there's that. I think he's 52 and 48. He did it while starting 10 different quarterbacks since taking over Thank in 2014. Thank God for a shit
1: division. Yeah.
0: Which is tied for the second most in the NFL during that time. Uh, the Texans went 500 or better with Brock Osweiler, Case Keenum, Brian Hoyer. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, so can, I guess that's something. Congrats!
1: You can you can write you can chalk that up to an injury to to Andrew Luck in an early retirement because that's right there. Like the Colts are beating that ass like every year if if he's around for like the last two or three years, whatever. So like, it, it's also some it's somewhat fortunate that he finished above five hundred and was winning the division. Well, and he but.
0: had Jacksonville in his division, one of the worst franchises right. in all of football. Like, I mean consistently bad uh yeah it's it's i mean get it get out of here just get out never come Beat back it. uh so oh and four tuxon season is over and now i think romeo uh, cronell is picking up that's correct coach responsibilities yeah that's correct all right so there's your monday night recap well we've, we've gone long i'm feeling good about it let's uh yeah do you want to go through the sunday games or do you want to talk some hoop first y- your call bubba uh, let's go through the sunday games i guess um, yep. the Buffalo bills are four and O. I don't know what other big takeaways you have, but I'll start mm-hmm. with that. Um, uh, Buffalo green Bay. Let's see. Who are your other, your other four and teams at this point? Um,
1: uh, the geez. Seahawks and there? chiefs.
0: Yeah. All four and O and all looking pretty strong. The cream has, has risen to the top after, after week two, there were some two and O teams that were a little questionable on there. I'm looking at you, Arizona. Um, but after week 4 we we know who the good teams are. I mean there there's no question. Buffalo uh beats the Raiders. They go to 4-0. Um the Colts look I'd great. I'd say the biggest pretenders
1: to start the season, 49ers, Cardinals, um trying to find some others that came out looking like they were going to be for real and have kind of disappointed. The Saints are kind well, the of Bears.
0: In that, The Bears The Bears are 3-1, the but they're trash. Uh, the Colts have the best defense the Colts are a surprise team to me they're now three and one after losing in week one um they so have the best... worst
1: team like everyone thought the worst team mm-hmm. wasn't it the the Panthers uh no 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 it was Jacksonville yeah um but, but still yeah they, they have they the best defense in football
0: and they look pretty good they beat the Bears 19 to 11. um the Giants uh, let's talk about the worst teams the Giants and Jets are just awful at 0 and four. Uh Atlanta Ooh. is 0-4, although they should have a win over those pathetic Cowboys. Texans uh, are trash, obviously. Texans are obviously trash. Bad week for the state of Texas in general. Um
1: Washington's bu- pretty bad one and three.
0: Yeah. Buccaneers uh got past the Chargers, thirty-eight thirty-one. Uh Chargers look like they have something in that in that rookie quarterback though. Um Seahawks look incredible. They're up They're are 4-0 after beating the Dolphins. And uh Saints bounce back, they're 2 and 2 now. Lions fall to 1 and 3. That fat coach is on the on the hot seat for sure now. Patricia. Yeah. Those are sort of the big takeaways. I mean, do you want to talk about the Cowboys? I mean, we might as well. They stink. They stink. But yeah, let's go for it. If you, if you really want me to go into the Cowboys, I went on quite a rant yesterday on yesterday's <laughs> Too Much Dip podcast. You can okay. listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. I won't promote it too much more, but I went on a rant and started yelling. They had to cut my mic. Uh, this team is pathetic. They suck. They're terrible. You got blocked? It, almost. It, I mean, they gave up okay. 300 yards rushing to the fucking Cleveland Browns. The Browns
1: well, are, that's not to be. That's not bad. That shut up, Brad. The Browns up. have the best shut rushing up. offense in the shut fucking up. league.
0: I'm going to cut your mic off. Shut it. You can't. The Browns are Try terrible. It, it doesn't even matter. They're the Browns. Like this can't happen. This has been the most dysfunctional football <laughs> team for the last decade. They're and Baker looks like crap. But Baker's not they, any good. They, they come
1: out. I mean, the Browns handed it to the Cowboys.
0: They like, whipped them. And I know that oof, they ran some trick plays and did some stuff. They just killed them though. um I mean, I don't know what else to I mean, say. The Cowboys stink, even if they split. Odell
1: Beckham hasn't gotten going once in his career with the Browns until he faced that stinky-ass Cowboys defense. Man, he's that defense is Cowboys. atrocious. Dak, on the other hand, is a monster. Good Lord, can that man sling the ball. And that receiving core is great. Zeke looks a little questionable. He just looks like he's lacking energy. I, I don't know what the well, this deal is. is. Why you don't
0: pay a, this is why you don't pay a, a running back to be, like, you know, big money. Because these guys get hurt they get banged up he's got had an unbelievable workload over the last few years and now it, it may be yeah. showing i mean he's all, i've always said he's a difference maker when you watch that dude play he's one of the two or three best backs in the league he the moments where he looks like the one of the an elite back this year have gotten a lot there it's like one or two a game it's a lot instead more of seldom. five or six yeah. you know um, I wonder
1: if COVID is playing a role in that, because he was he tested positive and had it there in the beginning of the season. I he's mean, maybe that just, messes with his breath. He's also yeah.
0: generally generally reckless. Yeah, he like, doesn't
1: take great care care of his health. That but, uh, that
0: would be our, okay. We don't know that for a fact, but I would not be surprised to know that he is not treating his. Body I thought like the a rumor
1: temple. was that he spent a lot of time in uh, in Dallas at the bars and stuff. I thought he was. A big oh, well, drinker. that's true yeah okay so that would indicate not the greatest health i'm not judging you i have spent plenty of time at the bar that it's fun but it's not ideal for uh a profession uh, in professional sports it's not probably
0: good for your health yeah it's probably also not a a computer job you want to pay uh guaranteed money to at a super high level the cowboys have
1: a short shelf life man like you if you have three or four years of very heavy usage the chances are pretty good that you're going to wear down and burn out quick. And you're, that's kind of what you're seeing here with
0: him. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't mean the Cowboys problems are more on the defense uh, than they are on the offense. Obviously. That, I mean, they definitely. can score points. This defense is just pathetic. They can't stop anybody. Mike Nolan is the defensive coordinator. He was totally out of football before he came back. Like they mm-hmm. don't know what they're doing. And well,
1: and, and half of their good players are injured. Yeah. But Andrew Squish and all those guys, here's
0: the bigger problem. This this is a logical conclusion for the Cowboys and the way that they operate. This team is just all sugar. Like they are just they're they're candy. They're just frosted flakes and fruit loops and stuff. Like they're they're just all shiny no objects. And if there was ever a season to be prepared for injuries and things to happen, it was this year. This was the year that you should have been prepared and had a deeper defense. And, you know, like been ready for this and the Cowboys obviously didn't and they did have some bad things happen to them and they're paying Zeke and and Dak and all these guys big money and it's just you know Jalen Smith is terrible he, he's getting run over yeah. all over the field and he's the highest paid defensive player it, it's crazy the only guy they have that's doing anything is Alden Smith and he'd been out of football for longer than Mike Nolan It four years it's crazy yeah <laughs> So I, I don't crazy. want to talk anymore about these guys. They're just a bunch of dogs. Jalen,
1: though, like you understand why they paid him. He looked like a superstar on defense. I don't know what's wrong with him now. He must be he never, ha- suffering from recovering I, from that injury. But
0: I uh, mean, I hate to go against you. I just don't think he... I mean, he made some he plays. He was a superstar like a year and a half ago. I would, no, I would not put the, the term superstar. He was good. Really? And, and Van Der Esch was excellent. And I think Van Der Esch yeah, made life easy. two like
1: just such bright stars.
0: I mean, that, that's true. That, that linebacking core looked very good. But I think they overpaid and now him. Now they're, and, they're, and, yeah. and now they're paying for it. Um, and Van Esch is hurt, I will say course. this.
1: On the positive note. At least you have something fun to watch. Like it's miserable, but at the same time, that offense is is like you said, it's candy. It's like, no fun. It tastes good. It's to no watch, fun. This but it probably sucks. tastes like shit at the end. I you hope... feel terrible at the end, but it tastes good while you while you're consuming the product.
0: I hope Jerry dies. Uh, oh, that's not very nice. Yeah, I mean it though. They're just Come on, They're just awful. All right, let's talk hoop and let's get out of here. Uh, All right. game three or game four, I guess, is tonight. The Lakers are seven and a half point favorites. Uh, The Heat come back and win game three on... On the back of Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets, just Jimmy big balls, basically. 115-104. Butler had 40 points, had a triple-double. It's one of the most amazing finals performances we've ever seen. Uh, It's the first time... LeBron has been in 10 finals. He's played in like 53 finals games. He's never once had a player get more points, more rebounds, and more assists than he did in the same game uh on his team or on the opponent's team until game three jimmy just Mm single-handedly won this game and i believe that's kind of what i said from the beginning even though a lot of people thought there would be a sweep here i thought that they would at least get one because jimmy would go for 40 and do it and he did he did play 45 minutes and i don't know if they can repeat that um and bam Adebayo is still i uh, he's been upgraded from doubtful to questionable for game four so we'll see what that means um they need him. Uh, but that being said, I mean, it, this is game four is the most important one uh, so far, I think. I mean, the the Heat, ha- if they're going to win the series, they got to win tonight. Miami, a seven and a half point favorite, or the Lakers, I'm sorry, seven and a half point favorite. You have any thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, I it says here uh, that the they're still questionable for the game dealing with. So Adebayo has a strain in his neck. And Dracic, uh suffered a torn plantar fascia, whatever that is. Um, yeah, yeah that means I think he's if not those guys back. can return, they can they could be competitive, especially Bam. If not, it's going to require another Herculean effort from Jimmy Buckets, and I don't think that's impossible. I think that's perfectly doable, considering what he did. Um, what he did in game three. So it says, uh, Dracic is listed as doubtful out of bio, has been upgraded to questionable on the most injury recent injury report. That's of this morning. Um, so I, I could see Bam coming back in and, and contributing, uh, meaningful minutes and then competing. But, uh, I, I think it's going to take a lot. I think that the, obviously the Lakers are still comfortably in the driver's seat here, but, um, I'm not right. I'm not, uh, I'm not calling the Heat out just yet. Like I, I don't think they're gonna win, but I think they're going they could win another game or two. We'll see.
0: We shall see. And that's it. We will be back either Wednesday or Thursday with Camp Miss Mitch previewing week five in the National Football League. Check out Mind and Micah and check out uh, Micah's read of the too week the newsletter. Oh. And too much Dip. Thanks, buddy. All those things. And of yeah, course I'm go, for you. go to my bookie, use promo code backdoor. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening.